Welcome to Opinion Avers, a movie podcast for intra-Asian rivals. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched... Mortal Kombat! I need I need the Bergstrom cut of yeah. Mortal Kombat. And it's just you doing all the music and all the sound effects. It's just me like as they're fighting. They're like doing exposition. You're like uh, I'll like put myself in front of a green screen, put it in the bottom of the corner and be like, <laughs> like waving my arms with the music. Oh. Ah. Uh, yeah. Tyler, is this your first Mortal Kombat movie? Is this your ver- is this your maiden voyage on the Mortal Kombat ship? No. I mean, we've all seen we all saw the old one. It's not good. Okay. The, there's no cartwheel. But did you see the sequel to the old one that was so much worse than the original? I don't think I ever saw that one because here's the thing. That one's rated R. So is the original one, right? Now, the original one's not rated R. I don't PG. think the sequel is either. Is it not? I think that's one thing people didn't like about them is they're like, oh, this should be super gory. And instead, it's like PG-13. Yeah. I played Mortal Kombat growing up. Nice. Mortal Kombat. No, they're both PG-13. No, I never saw the second one. I think I saw pieces of it on like Spike TV. Yeah. Oh, we all did. Yeah, I was very upset about a casting choice in this new film is it because reagan is not a white man that's one of them (laughs) (laughs) this asian guy should be a white man i don't understand everybody knows it's an old white man everyone knows it's christopher lambert all right yeah it is the highlander he is the one the only one that could ever play he's the raiden he's the white man so just fun fact just tee it up this is a beloved video game franchise, right? Right. It's been around for a long time. It's the reason we have ratings in video games because all the parents were like, this is far too much. This should not be allowed. Yes. Anyway, kind of like uh, kind of like Indiana Jones and uh, what's the Red Dawn were the same thing for movies. Yeah. Whereas like we need we need something in between PG and R. Anyway. Yeah. Point is, the original movie has a 60 on Metascore, <gasps> which is so much better than you might think. Yes. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel, which had a bunch of people recast, by the way, has an 11 on Metascore. So that kind of tells you the drop off. To me, to me, a young me, these are some of my favorite movies from my childhood. They're both perfect. We all know that's the truth. No one out here is, is sharing. Anyway, we have rebooted it. All right. This is, we are 20 some years in the future and it's a new day, new Mortal Kombat. Tyler, how'd it go for you? So good. So good. Let me let me give us, you know what? Let me give us a little plot synopsis. You're gonna do it? Oh. A, I, I think I think I need to take the reins here. It's what everyone else doesn't understand. Mortal Kombat with a K. Yes. Okay. There are several realms. There's not just Earth Realm. We got Outworld, Nether Realm, the other ones no one cares about. And every so often, however many whatevers, however many moons, there's a tournament called Mortal Kombat where each realm sends its champions. And for some reason, if you win 10 in a row, you get to take over the other world. 
Yeah. Those are the stakes we're dealing with. As I understand, yes. the loose threads of story that link it all together mm-hmm. is the elder gods of which Raiden is one mm-hmm. are like, y'all are killing each other all the time to conquer each other. Yeah. And we're done. We're over it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to deal with it anymore. We hate all of you. So, Mortal Kombat. And then they left. <laughs> and they gave no other instructions. <laughs> and so, that's uh, that's how we got the tournament. I watched a 20-minute video of a dude who explained the plot of every Mortal Kombat game. It was well worth my time. Let yeah. me tell you. Did I nail it? it was my- oh, no, you definitely did. It's fascinating because it's either you're fighting the tournament or it's Outworld is like, screw this tournament, we're going to do this. We're going to break all the rules and do this our own, you know? Yeah, because they're the bad so boy they, Yeah, they're the bad yeah, the bad boy world. Every boy band has a bad boy. Every intergalactic death tournament has a bad boy, and that's Outworld. Yeah. Uh, basically, every single Mortal Kombat game is, is it Shao, Shao Lin, Shao, Kao, Shao Kahn, what's his name? Yeah. The bad guy. Shan- we all know it. Well, I don't. We don't need to say it. We all know it. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. The, always the bad guy. Deal your soul. But your soul is mine. Yes. Yeah, 70% of the Mortal Kombat games is there's a tournament. And Luke Kane yeah. defeats uh, Shang Tsung. And that, that's it. <laughs> that's basically almost every single one where it's like, all right, Luke Kane, he's the sweet boy, the, the guy who does it. Yeah. Anyway, let me tell you. I enjoyed this movie. I thought they captured the essence of Mortal Kombat pretty well. They balanced some rather difficult things. A game with an absurd plot. (laughs) They turned it into a somewhat comprehensible two-hour movie. I enjoyed this. Let me tell you who enjoyed it more. Bailey. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) My wife, and she doesn't do R-rated movies, really. Every now and again, I might get her to watch one if it's like, you know, the right one. Yeah. This was not what I was trying to get her to watch. She's like, no, I'll watch it. That's what my she wife said, too. It. Not only did she like it, she was like trying to get her parents to watch it. <laughs> we, <laughs> were, we were with her parents and she was like, have you guys seen the new Mortal Kombat? You should watch the new Mortal Kombat. She was like, explaining why she liked it. I was like, what? She's out peddling this movie to people. Her parents, not, not even just like other, you know, randos on the street. Yeah. Grandmas and grandpas. She's trying to get to watch this movie. So uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I love this movie. This movie's not going to win an Oscar. Should, though. But it should. Should. So that's where we're at. Is there anything we need to to dive into? I mean, we got to dive into stuff. All the stuff. Yeah. But. Before we do, did I miss anything? I don't know. I feel it could be worth mentioning. We did watch it on HBO Max, not in the theater. Okay. Yeah. Although I think I am going to go see it in the theaters just because I I like seeing the the I think the sound would be really cool in theater. I noticed watching. So I ended up watching it twice. It's like, good. it is. (laughs) I I noticed a lot more like sound design stuff that I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot, too. I noted that. I was like noted. Yeah. But yeah, I do. So I might try to convince my wife to because she was like, 
watched the trailer mm-hmm. for it and she's like yeah i might want to watch this with you <laughs> and i was like really is <laughs> mortal Kombat?" i hadn't seen the trailer i wanted to go into it blind mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like this is mortal Kombat." so here's what i know there's gonna be blood everywhere yeah and people are gonna get ripped in half yeah uh yeah definitely I, I don't think I'd seen a full trailer, but I'd seen like the spot trailer where it's like, oh, Sub-Zero's in this. Oh, Scorpion's in this. And that's like all I knew. Yeah. I was pretty pleased with it overall. Yeah. I was mostly stressed out about it the whole time. So I'm like, I don't think Bailey, because I was like advocating for her not to watch. I'm like, you are not going to enjoy this. It's going to go so bad. Now, by the end, she's like, I really like that. I think it helps. She doesn't do well with the violence. Doesn't like F words. <laughs> there are 53. There, there are plenty of F words. and But the violence is so stylized that I think yeah. she was cool with it. Because so much of it was like, oh, this dude's CG ripped in half, you know? Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to like, you know, something's the more realistic something is, the harder it is to watch. Yeah. And when something's just like so over the top and ridiculous, you're like, well, this is just fun now. <laughs> yeah. Where it does seem like all they really did was they took for most of the really gory fatalities. They were yeah. like, let's take the already super good looking video game stuff and just kind of pass that off to a movie effects mm-hmm. studio and say yeah. hey i would need you to just take this up another level to yeah. where it looks more realistic i am pretty ha- i mean the last decade i feel like i mean it's a shame these movies have come out <laughs> during the pandemic but yeah. like we did we watched godzilla versus king kong recently we did uh Star Wars we just did two stop <laughs> <laughs> just did mortal Kombat. like these movies i feel like they're really na- starting to nail the cg yeah they're getting really good at making these like practical elements mesh really well with cg elements even like the cg gore and stuff like it's all looking really good i feel like we're getting out of the uncanny valley yeah it's like the last 10 years the really good movies have looked good but a lot of blockbuster movies have like just not hit the mark we've talked about it all the time but like you have to know the limitations of what you're doing yeah. and i feel like now they're like really honing in on oh the technology is really catching up to what our vision is yeah i've I've felt like the key to it really has been because I don't know how much of like if you watch Avatar versus this, I think their actual models look just as good. But what they've gone so much better on is the lighting mm. and making the lighting look good and using the shadows to cover up something that might not look as good versus being able to shine the spotlight on stuff that they're like, we know this is going to hold up, but we know that won't. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. And just being little more careful with that you know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying okay so just i'm ready ride the lightning you know <laughs> just straddle this lightning bolt with me yes and let's ride it into spoiler realm spoiler realm yeah usa <laughs> okay yeah mortal combat i mean let's just go right into it first off the music Mortal Kombat, the original movie, had one thing and one thing only going for it. <laughs> and that is the song at the end credits that they peppered throughout the series. You know, throughout the... Yeah. That, was, that was the highlight. And I feel like this movie... Some scenes better than others, but especially in the opening scene, I noticed like, oh, they kind of took that influence and made really cool fight music. It's like yeah. sort of techno-y, tiny bit dubstep but it's a film score. I really appreciated it. Um, there were they used music I thought really well. I think I read something about like the guy who did music for this movie was like, oh, I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, and I am thrilled at the opportunity to take some of the music from the games, from the movie, from whatever, 
and like bake it into this. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that'd be like a dream come true. If you like grew up playing these games and mm-hmm. you're like, this is my favorite music in a game. And then they're like, do you want to do the music? And you're like, yes, I will mm-hmm. pay you for me to do the music. Yeah. And I think the first time I watched it too, I was kind of like, oh, they did a great job remixing that kind of track at the end, but I didn't get it during the middle. But watching it this time, I was like, oh no, they did some good job that music i just didn't notice it as much my first watch through yeah do you know who um who did the music off the top of your head i've got no, it no i know i got it i got it i'm looking at it i'm looking at his oh mm. uh he did the music for he was a composer on blade runner 2049 oh that makes so much sense um the invisible man so this this guy, they're just like, hey, this remember like, these old things with beloved soundtracks? Dunkirk. Can you recapture that vibe in a modern way? Because he did Blade Runner mm-hmm. 2049. Moon. Was amazing. Oh, Moon was good, too. Yeah. He did a lot of movies and a lot of ones I don't recognize that I think you like a lot. Wow. Wait, what's his name? Benjamin Walfish. That guy's not Fish. even on my radar, and he's done some of my favorite movies. Yeah. Wow. He's like a composer or something, so there's mm-hmm. probably the music director on a lot of them. I've always said this. There are three... Music composers: Michael Giacchino, Ludwig van Göransson, and uh, what's the guy who did Interstellar? Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Those are like the only three that anyone uses these days. But this dude, he's got some credits. Yeah, it was nice to catch up on other ones, just because it it really does seem like all the big movies use the same two or three people. Yeah, he's a composer. Forty-seven credits. It's like. With how many movies these people do, I don't know how they have time to do anything else, you know? Well, I think a lot of them have got to be... Because, you know, you and I recently have looked on, like, sites that have stock music. So I do wonder how much that is. I'm sure there's those kinds of sites that Mm. are for huge budget movies where Hans Zimmer has, like, a thing that you can go and listen to and pick. I need this. And then there's the next level where he comes in, you show him a scene, and he composes... Music for your movie, yeah, and I'm sure he's just got such a huge breadth of work that he has done that most of it is people just picking from his already made stuff. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think? No, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I see where you're going from. Maybe there's things you can stitch together, but like the thing about that, it, the problem is the timing because you put together a movie before you put the music in, mm-hmm. and then you have to put the music in and make music match each beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When the person looks up and hope. You have to have the music supporting that. Or when they look down in despair, you have to have the music supporting that at the right moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there's some movies that I feel like don't have They're that. They're just level like, of this detail. is the this is the music vibe for the scene, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Where it's more like them being like, this is the opening credits or music yeah. in that, you know. And then there's the movies where, yeah, he's got to sit there with his orchestra. Like, what's the movie where was it Hans Zimmer or another guy who's like, they had the movie up. And he like directed the orchestra to play mm-hmm. when he thought they should play or something. And it was like, that's how they recorded yeah. it where he basically composed it on the fly. That'd be cool. It was, what was that? I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about though, right? Yeah. We've talked yeah. about it. I think it's a movie we've watched. So <laughs> I feel like it'd be a Nolan movie. A what? One of the Christopher Nolan yeah, movies, right? Maybe. So yeah, fight music is cool. The first fight scene, I think has a really good intro to the movie. And because the idea of Mortal Kombat is like, oh, 1v1 fights, whatever, you know, tournament. I thought it was a cool way to expand on that. And you're like, okay, there's a dude. He's here to assassinate a guy. And 
he's going to fight out with his henchmen, blah, blah, blah. So I liked, I liked the way he used the kunai with the rope. Smart. That's cool. Yeah. He stabs a man through the top of his head with a sword. Yeah. A little blood gargle. It was a lot. It was pretty cool. I do think it was funny. <sighs> you know, when your move, when your movie spells combat with a K, it can only be so sophisticated. <laughs> I thought it was funny in the beginning. I didn't quite understand why they were feuding, but the guy Sub Zero pops up, or the guy who becomes Sub Zero, and it's like, "I'm here to wipe you out, bro, for my clan or whatever, bro." And the guy who becomes Scorpion is like, "I don't speak whatever you're speaking, but let me say my stuff." And I thought it was funny because, like, they even at first I didn't get it because Sub Zero speaks and it says something in subtitles, then it says in parentheses Chinese, yeah. And then later, when Scorpion says something, it's like Japanese. I'm like, oh they don't understand each other. So yeah. why, why are they talking to each other? Well, Scorpion, he's or not Scorpion. Sub-Zero says stuff. Like he'll say something in Chinese mm-hmm. and then say something in Japanese. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So he's just, it's like them saying. Does he? Because I thought. Yeah, because he spoke I thought to, Scorpion at one point is like, I don't know what you're saying, but. That's what I say. So he said that in. Chinese. He said the stuff that Scorpion was like, I don't know what you're saying in mm. Chinese. But that's why it got the vibe to me where it's like he said that because like it's like a mantra, you know, like mm. this is why I'm doing this. I did not, not understand. For you. Did you understand it's why their two me. clans were fighting? To me, it was just it. The whole thing with them is they're two nin from t- the last of two ninja clans that were feuding. I don't know if it's ever been even in the wildest lore of the game stated why i know that a lot of asia doesn't like japan because they've done their pillaging but at that point wasn't japan still isolationist like japan didn't you know i'm saying like centuries ago japan was still japan didn't really venture out of japan much did they no see back then it would have been china (laughs) raiding them Mm -hmm. so yeah i think uh i think it's just the generic oh two ninja clans fighting yeah but one's Chinese, so it wouldn't be Ninja Clan. Because ninjas are they only Japanese? Ninjas are Japanese. Okay. In Japan you got you got the samurai and you yeah. have the shinobi or ninjas. And the samurai are like, hey, we're very organized. I'm the lord of this township. I serve my master and we are protecting the people of our whatever, and we war with other clans of samurai, and the samurai are like the warriors. Yeah. Bimmy's doing her little sleep barks. <laughs> she can is he gonna be all right? Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Okay. She's just barking at something in her dream, and it's it's just <laughs> spilling out a little bit. So and then you have the ninja, you know, the samurai have their code of honor, bushido, and everything, and like we believe in this and that and that. And then the ninja are like, "That's cool," or you can hire me, and I'll stab someone in the neck in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So, and so samurai are like ninja because ninja have no honor, but ninja are also like, "I will get the job done, and you can pay me to do it." Yeah. Basically, because they were peasants. That's that was the big thing. The lords are the samurai and the peasants mm-hmm. were ninjas. It's like the knights and the I don't know, the cla- like the rangers in the classic European sure. stuff, you know? Yeah. Where, like you said, everything you said, the sneaky little buggers. Yeah. Except for in these kinds of things where they both have samurai swords and you don't know what they are. Yeah. So they fight. They fight. <laughs> It's pretty cool. Scorpion kills a lot of guys. He does. Can't kill Sub-Zero, though. 
can't do it because Sub Zero's magic. Yeah. That... He can. Sub Zero get his magic because he was a chosen dragon guy. Sub Zero got his magic because he's Sub Zero. That's what oh. you don't understand. All right. Now I get it. I'll tell you what I'd forgotten though. What? Scorpion's like finisher move where he takes off his mask. He's fire. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, Scorpions. He got done in. Uh, That's the whole thing with him. Yeah. And he comes back from hell mm -hmm. to fight. So he's got a little skull face and he'll burn you with fire. I forgot about he that. He knows how to do it. Yeah. Thousand percent forgot because I've played a bit of the recent games, which yeah. apparently stories have been on point. Oh, cool. And they've been nuts and amazing. Mm hmm. And I think that's kind of what sparked the movie was 10 kind of mm -hmm. dabbled in the let's try to add a story to it. And then 11, everybody's like, this is the best video game story ever told. And it's in a dumb fighting game. <laughs> yeah. And so they're cool. like, we should write a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the intro. And the whole the whole thing is there's a prophecy that Hanzo who is Scorpion, yeah. his bloodline will be able to save Earth Realm, Earth Realm in the next you. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So they stow their baby away. So Sub-Zero's like, ended your line. I had a great job. And he's like, just kidding. You didn't kill my baby. So that's... Now we jump ahead into modern day. Some dude named Cole. And he's a cage fighter. And he's not very good at it now. He used to be the best. He won a belt from that dude. Yeah. It was a long time ago. You won the belt from Dave. Oh, yeah. We all remember Dave and his famous leg sweep crossfade. Here's the thing with, with the you won the belt. And that was a long time ago. It, feel, it always feels like it loses something when the person's like, you know, 30. And they're like, you were the best. That was many years ago. It's like, all right. It couldn't have been very many years ago. you're still fighting. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't you have been still a cage fighter. Yeah. Also, $200. That's not that much money for someone who had won a belt at one point. But you that was a long time ago. <laughs> like, we're talking three years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Cole's in there. He's got his wife. He's got his daughter. His daughter is his corner man. I forgot. Did you recognize this guy? Oh, Are yeah. It's it one of my fun facts. Oh, I'm do you want to bring it up now? I can bring it up now. I was going to make you guess. Then you saw it. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's been bugging me. There. The okay. So the guy who plays Cole. Yeah. He's in the movie we have seen and we have reviewed. Yes. The movie is that. I forgot. It's Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> Shatterstar. The like. Asian alien whatever dude on yeah. Deadpool's uh, X-Force. Yeah. He's like you but better in every way. <laughs> yeah. And they just want an alien that's a little bit worse than us in every way. <laughs> uh, I tell yeah, that blew my mind when I saw I was like, oh my gosh, it's that guy. Yeah. So that made me very, very happy. Yeah. Anyway, he loses his cage fight summit bad. <laughs> he gets yeah. gets crunched. Here's the thing. He basically had that guy in like an arm bar. But then, like, they cut to the next thing, and the guy's just, like, out of it. I'm like, how did he slip out? It looked he, like he was about to lock him in. He wiggled out. They showed it. I wasn't... I, yeah, anyway. He spun out. I was not out. convinced. And then I thought it was funny because he was... He had a really good chokehold on Cole. 
and someone's like, don't tap out. I'm like, yeah. bro, if you are, if someone has you locked and is choking you out, that is the time, you know, he was in a position where he's like, I don't know. I don't think it was an arm bar, but it's like, yeah, he had you. Yeah. Well, it was an arm bar with his like neck, like, like also choke choking him out. Yeah. So just like, <laughs> yeah, no, that is the one time when you are allowed to tap out because you're not getting out of that. That's, <laughs> that was my note. Don't tap out, you coward. Credited to Cole's daughter to Cole <laughs> as he's dying. <laughs> I cannot believe that. I was like, bro, what are you? You were the worst corner man I've ever seen. I also don't tap out. Just pass. <laughs> you knocked out. Don't tap take out. the brain damage. <laughs> take it. I'm like this. Every other movie about a fighter is like, just tap out. And they refuse until they die. This like, also, did you ever see Warrior? No, but isn't that the whole thing with that? That he would spoilers. Wouldn't. Spoilers for Warrior. OK, oh. this is really a spoiler. So if you spoiler. need to. We're in spoiler realm, so it's fine. But skip ahead like 90 seconds if you are going to watch Warrior on a spoiled. So the whole thing about Warrior is it's two brothers that fight. And one's like washed up like Cole Young. And then the other guy's like doing really well. It's like his younger brother or something. So they end up fighting together, going for like a championship and like a invitation and like an open tournament kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, the brother breaks the younger younger brother's arm. And the dude is still fighting with like a dislocated shoulder and it's just like swinging one arm only. It's like, bruh, give up the fight. Your arm is dislocated. Yeah. So that's what this reminded me. It was like, yeah, no, dude, you're done. You are not going to win this fight at this stage. So, yeah, I, I just want to tell you my first notes are like my favorite notes. I took it. It's from the, the pre scorpion pre sub zero fight, right? Yeah. The- <laughs> I wrote, ha, got him. Oh, wait, ha, got him. And then I was just like, repeat several times <laughs> <laughs> and then i said finish him you coward because he didn't do a fatality on him he just left him to oh die my goodness. okay that's the thing about like, that's the thing about sub-zero in this movie he is not a finisher <laughs> there are two different fights where sub-zero wins the fight and does not do a fatality and kill the person like, sub-zero you have hard. one job you were a centuries old Ice magic ninja. Okay. If anybody can kill someone, it is you. You are an assassin. <laughs> That's all you're supposed to do. And instead you're like, you're pretty dead. I won. <laughs> and you yeah. leave. His, um, fa- his fatalities are hard. That's true. You gotta do the back, back, up, up, A, B, up, left. You're like, I you mess it up a little bit, you start all over. Yeah. That's so why I like on the new games they made it to where it's like you can try to remember all the things, put them in right, or I just hit back and B. Yeah. Or something, and you'll get them. So, yeah, this I spent most of this movie explaining to Bailey, whoever was. I was like, oh, I bet that's going to be this person. Oh, I think I was like, hey, no, oh, they fight in this movie. I did play Mortal Kombat when I was a youngin, way too young. <laughs> I was like five. But most of my knowledge is from the movies. <laughs> but I watched Mortal yeah. Kombat one and two enough that I knew who like everybody was. So most of my thing was like, I bet that's going to be this guy. That's going to be this dude. I was confused about the main guy. And that is because Cole Young is a character they invented for the movie. Yeah. So he's not in any of the games. I hope they add him to the games, though. He seems like a cool character to add. Because the whole, his power, I guess spoilers, or in the spoiler realm, Mm -hmm. is like he can re, he absorbs the energy of getting hit. And he can use that. Yeah. Which I thought was weird because... When he's fighting Goro, he uses that. Yeah. Then everyone else he isn't. So I was like, oh, does he? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was that just when he was getting his powers or is that one of his powers? You know? I think that is one of his powers. Because it I seemed just, like just... the sound design is like he got hit a bunch by Goro. And then that's when his like Tanfa spike things pop out. Yeah. Well, I think that's what it is. But then it doesn't appear since. I bet you that's what it would be in the game is that mm-hmm. he just fists. And then once you get hit enough or block enough, then you can. Get that's what I was going to say. Because if it was like, oh, perfect time blocks, build up power or something like that. That's yeah. what I would guess. So. Because that's his thing. That's what the guy that was paying him $200 to fight. He's like, you got to punch. You got to attack mm-hmm. and defend. Yeah. And he never defends. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, Jax shows up after the fight and he's like he does a strong man arm cross you know he crush your arms and push your biceps to make it look stronger yeah the only problem is Jax is already enormous and <laughs> so i'm like you don't need you don't need that that's that's the move for a man who doesn't have the muscles you know yeah if you got the muscles i think that's something this character does but anywho Jax shows up he's like hey you, if you were if you did a little better you would have won and he's like oh that's fine i gotta go Jack's like don't match your tattoo blah 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 whatever jack shows up in the next scene to save him Sub-Zero rolls up. Talk to me. Okay, so Sub- Sub-Zero comes in, right? He makes his <laughs> his ice ball reign of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> his first volley doesn't really do anything but one poor man. <laughs> one poor schmuck standing out in the street gets annihilated in the He doesn't get like stabbed with an ice spear. He just takes the most brutal snowball hit to the face I've ever seen in my life. I would love to be that guy. Be like, I have one acting credit. I'm the man who is demolished by a block of ice as an extra in Mortal Kombat. It it knocks him off his feet, throws him to the ground. And I just was like, oh my gosh. This poor man. There's um, other people who I'm thinking die later in the scene, but he was all I was thinking about. It was yeah. This guy, <laughs> just that one stays with you. Oh. I had the C- speaking of the CG. I thought the icicles for Scorpion were great. Oh. They like the frost in the windows. They had the icicles sticking up, like all kinds of ice working. Is is working? Yeah. Is it, it? You know, it worked for me. Mm-hmm. For you? Oh yeah. Jax rolls up. He's like, get in the car. We got to go. And then he sees Sub-Zero. He's like, all right, I'll stay behind. You take the car. Go to Gary, Indiana, which, come on. <laughs> you can't. Isn't that where she's from? She's, I'm, I always. Canonically? She, sure. Okay. She's from somewhere. Have dumb, we talked about somewhere. Gary, Indiana? No. All right. Here's the thing about Gary, Indiana. We have all seen the music man. Yes? No. Yes. All right. Have you? No. But for the right. purpose of this, yes. Let me fill you in. <laughs> Music Man is a movie about a charlatan con man who rolls up into a town is like, hey, do my music learning method. Music instruments will be included later. Then he leaves before the instruments show up, right? Pretty cool. Anyway, one of the little kids is like, I have a lisp and everything sucks. And he's like, well, play the tube or whatever. I don't care. Anyway, the little kid... uh is from Gary, Indiana, or likes Gary, Indiana. So there's a song, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. I know somebody from Gary, Indiana. He's like, terrifying place, horrible crime rate. Very small <laughs> town. <laughs> so anyway, those two facts, and I imagine my surprise, when they're like, go to Gary, Indiana. I'm like, no, don't. It's the anyway, crime rate. <laughs> it's supposed to be a delightful place. It's sort of like the movie Hairspray. You know, there's a song, Good morning, Baltimore. Baltimore's also a very scary city with a high crime rate. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. So 
don't write a song about your city or it will have a terrible crime rate. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Anywho, Jack's like, get out of here, take your family, go to Gary, Indiana. I'll fight Sub-Zero. Pulls up the gun, doesn't shoot. Sub-Zero goes around the corner. He's like, sweet. Let me go into your territory and do this. Yeah. It goes bad. Yeah. I like, I did another quote thing. Here, Talk to me. Right. We can't afford to lose any champions. A champion before he sacrifices himself to save a worse champion. <laughs> yeah. Jackson is like, he's a dude. He has done exactly six tours. He knows what's going on. He's like, Cole, you just lost the fight. You go, you go save yourself. I'll handle this. Doesn't use a gun. I mean, I don't know. I guess he was kind of far. Uh, the way he had the gun, I was like, oh, it's probably some sort of cool tactical, like, shoots fireballs or grenades. I think it's just a shotgun. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> So I guess he probably wouldn't have done any damage to Sub-Zero with how far Sub-Zero was. But it's still, you had one job, dude. You brought a gun, you brought the wrong gun for the job. Bring two guns. Bring three guns. You know, if you're going to face Sub-Zero, get several guns for several situations. Yeah. It's also the kind of gun that you're supposed to shoot a lot and fast. Yeah. And he shoots it twice. Uh, mm-hmm. I did like the shot where he goes to shoot Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero is like frozen the gun, so then like the little beads, the little BBs. Yeah. Beads? BBs? The little the scatter shot, the bird shot. Yeah. The slug. No, it's just, it's like just shot. The What is it called? I've heard him called beads, pellets. And yeah. So the pellets just yeah. like, spread out slowly and then freeze that was really cool yeah and they, like did, they really worked hard on the ice and i yeah. appreciated it i felt like they were going to go with the anime move where it's like oh it's going so slow but it has so much kinetic energy you know yeah you know what i'm talking about where it's like this guy's freezing but then the fist connects at like slow motion and it's like oh uh, throws uh, him back yeah but that did not happen he this just is, broke his arms yeah off. yeah he froze his arms broke him off Tossed him over into a dumpster, which is like, which, great, Sub-Zero. He is not dead. Well, I already <laughs> made a note. I said, now that's a dip dang fatality. And I was <laughs> wrong. I mean, it very well could have been. I was kind of bummed they didn't do the fatality where uh, Sub-Zero freezes the person and then like punches him into a million ice cubes. Yeah. Even they just did it to like Dave, like a random right. security guard or something. I mean, right, freezing off the arms is really cool. Yeah. Is about as good, and they do do the one where Sub Zero is like frozen, and then he goes away. So there's like a you end up punching like the frozen statue of him, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, Jax is uh, out of here for a little bit. Um, Cole does go to Gary, Indiana. Yeah, he does. His soul meets up with Sonya Blade, and she's like, "Here's the theory. Here's the whatever." And he's like, "In a tournament called Mortal Kombat," and Cole's like, "You just made that part up, right? Look, they didn't even spell it right." So yeah. I was like, "I appreciate the, like." The movie doesn't take itself too seriously. It was fun enough. It was a little bit funny, and they kind of poked fun. I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, I liked it. I thought they played it right. Yeah. I think, yeah. And that's where we get introduced to Kano, who is the source of about 45 of the 53 F-words. I, when Kano started, I was like, "Ah, I'm not into this guy. I think by the end, I was like, oh, Kano's doing a great job on this movie. Uh, watching it a second time I think I really honed in on him I, I liked him I thought he did a good job and uh, so Kano the whole thing is Kano's like a mercenary and he killed someone else with like the chosen dragon mark people with the dragon mark are mm-hmm. 
the chosen ones fight in to fight in Mortal Kombat. So he got the mark because he killed someone who had it. And Sonya, so I was like, oh, well, where's your dragon mark? And Sonya's like, I don't have one. And you see your Kano in the back and go, wah, wah. <laughs> Kano did a great job. He did. He brought job. a good energy in. Because I think it was a not too serious, but it was like a little bit more heavy handed. And then by the time, once Kano rolls up, you're like, oh, now we're just having a good time. This is good. He's his good comedic relief, mm-hmm. you know, with a twist. With a twist, I liked. Okay, so in the original Mortal Kombat, I think Reptile is like a hidden fighter that yeah. you do like a special, and I think later in the games he's like a character. Mm-hmm. What is the deal? Original Mortal Kombat and this one both have reptile in them. Yeah, and this one it's not even like the human reptile. It's just like oh, just the reptile version of it. Well, he stands up, you know, but that's how he is in the. But movie. he's also like a green ninja dude. Yeah, but I think the current game. Right. I think that's what he is. He's like a mm. bipedal. Oh, lizard. yeah. Because in the game, there's ones where he's like the green ninja. Like, you know, Sub-Zero. You have Sub-Zero. You have Scorpion. You have Venom. They're all the same iteration, just like different color. So yeah. He's like the green one. And he has like acid spit. So and I just thought it was interesting was- that they yeah. got. Uh, I read at one point that Rain was in the script as well. He's another one of the, like, the ninja. The he's the one? purple. Purple. He's purple in some. I think he, I can't be what Sub-Zero is. Anyway, but then he didn't stay in. Um. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that Reptile's always in the movies. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves Reptile. You know it. You loved him. He was your favorite character. I'm looking at him to see what he is in the current game. I also had an epiphany watching this. I realized that Kano is just Deadpool plus Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. He's just the merging of those two. And I actually think the guy who plays Kano was in a series about the guy who plays Crocodile Dundee. So that kind of makes sense. Josh Lawson, and he is in a series called Hogs for uh, Paul Hogan. Oh. Yeah, Paul Hogan, the, you know, the Crocodile <laughs> Dundee, that guy. You know that guy. We all know him, we all love him. So I'm looking at a picture. It has all of. No, that just switched to Scorpion. Why is the. The reptile one doesn't have the newest games, but that is like, do you want to see Scorpion in all the games or Sub-Zero in all the games? And I'm like, no, let's see reptile in all mm-hmm. the games. It's fighting me is what I'm saying. It's really fighting me. He does get slowly more and more lizard man he goes from the Mm. dude probably the same guy who did the the capture for the for sub-zero and scorpion i think that's just in a green yeah i think that's the vision uh you know what he may have always been wearing the green and they just keyed it to different colors yeah that's how you save money that's how you Mm -hmm. save precious precious budget um i did think it's interesting so the director i think this is the first movie I think for the, I think maybe the director had done like a Mortal Kombat short, which is why he had some interest, or that was another person who ended up doing it. Anyway, one of the writers is his first project. And then the other writer um, worked on Wonder Woman 84, Godzilla, Zombieland 2, Expendables. So pretty interesting. The original Doom. So interesting career. And there was one guy who worked on uh, Cloverfield Paradox, Jump, Jump, 22 Jump Street couple others so got there 
Yeah. All right. Here's what I've learned about reptile. He looks like a lizard, but this is the most lizard he's ever looked. Cool. I want to play Mortal Kombat now, but I don't have any Mortal Kombat games, so. Yeah. It's hard. Life is hard. I've got 10, but I never, I've never played. Mm-hmm. You know, Mortal Kombat is one of those games that it's it's a lot. It's a lot compared to other fighting games. You want to play, uh, tell me what this note is? Yes. Absolutely. Count to three? Question mark? Count to three. Did, was somebody supposed to count to three? Did they not count to three? Are you saying they didn't know how to count to three? I don't know. Did they do a thing? One, two, three. Then something happened? I don't know. I'm very upset about it. Tell me, what was the note right before it? Okay, now it's just Deadpool and Crocodile Dundee. So it had to be something in that fight with reptile, right? Maybe. Oh, Kano rips out reptile's heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then draws a cartoon of himself ripping out reptile's heart. It's like I'm working a graphic novel or <laughs> whatever. I, like I did that. like that. That was really funny. That was good. I liked when uh, Sonya Blade's throwing the knives and then she just hucks one of them right at his leg. He's like, you did that. Later he's like, yeah. you threw a knife at my leg. On purpose. And she's like, <laughs> yes, but. Oh, man. Oh, that was good. So they, they, you know, they do the pair up. Uh, They make it over to uh, the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they're like, all right. Because Kano's like, oh, I've run guns through, you know, the te- Raiden's temple or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. They're like, all right. She's like, it's, it's like 20, 25 kilometers away. He's like, 25 is like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe closer to 28. I guess 32, just be safe. You know what? If we say 35, there'll be no surprises. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. And then, so Luke Kane shows up, who is so well cast in this movie, I thought. Because he was he was like the mainstay of the original movies. And I thought mm-hmm. he was pretty well cast. But this dude, I thought, did a great job. And it's so funny because he's like, I'm not trying to me. I'm, you know, shoots at a fireball, whatever. Kane is all... And I was like, oh, that's cool. I want that. Anyway, Luke Kane like puts his hand on on Kano's. Kano's son was like, there's much to learn. And Kano's like, the F? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Kano, Kano really, the middle act really was just livened up by him, you know? Yeah. And he, he brought just, it all together. He's constantly wanting his superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Oh, so let's see. They're in the temple. They're learning about history, like what's going on. They're like, you got to find your Akana, you know, your special power you get from being a dragon chosen dude. Uh, So, you know, it's going to be hard, whatever. They have Jax there. They're trying to like mend him up. And uh, let me tell you, Jax almost got killed twice. Okay. First, Sub-Zero rips his arms off. Second, he comes out of a coma and Sonya Blade is like, Hey, buddy. I'm like, oh, just friends on that, man. <laughs> you just put, 
put them right back down again, you know? Yeah. Why you got to do that? Why do you think Jax is out here chasing down Dragonborn dudes? He's obviously in love with Sonya Blade, right? Yes. Anyway, if I got out of a coma and I got friends on that hard, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd go right back into the coma. And then he got his, he's got a spindly little arms. Oh. Oh. Which, okay, here's the thing. He got his skinny little arms. They can't, they're like, you gotta want it. You gotta have the strength. They're robot arms. I mean, he has very little control over their strength. They're mechanical arms. Uh huh. And then he finds his strength and they get big boy arms. Yeah. And I'm like, so these douchebag monks <laughs> just gave him weak arms until he found his inner strength. That's the thing about the monks, though, is they're all just like, find your Akana. All right, I don't know, punch him <laughs> so that the pain can bring out his Akana. That didn't work. All right, darn. Let me insult him until his Akana. Like, these monks are bullies. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what we learned. I look, eventually their methods work for most of them, but, you know, it doesn't come easy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question to you, though. Yeah. Because Jackson never finds his superpower. He just got robot arms. So did they just be like, let the monks do their thing? And then they're like, they installed robot arms. And the, and then they're just going to poke their heads and like, we didn't do anything. Those just grew out of his stubs. And that's his power. Or is it know. that he had robot arms and Kano just had a laser eye implant in the original games and in the current games? And in this one, they're like, no. They come from within. Well, it seems like in some of the designs I've seen of Kano, like in the original movie, it looks much more like, oh, I've got like a robot eye. You yeah. Know? So Which, that's what it is. He's got like a thing on his head. A metal plate. Like yeah. that's where his eye is. And also Sonya Blade's thing is not laser arms. It's guns. That's her power is guns. Mm, I forgot about that. <laughs> she's, just has, she's just like a special forces. Yeah. She just has guns and she'll whip them out when you do a special and shoot somebody. So, which maybe in the newer games, she does laser arms. I wonder. See, I'm, I'm about to go, go down a hole. So, Luke Kane, I thought it was well cast. He was cool. Obviously, a great martial artist. Not super intimidating. Then he takes his shirt off. Woo! Tiny. I've never seen a man so small and like slender frame to be so shredded. He was like beyond Bruce Lee, tiny man shredded. It, it was incredible. It was something to behold. It changed my whole perspective on him as a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was. Is it was, you know, it's good stuff. Like. He's the kind of shredded that you can see the individual muscle fibers underneath his skin. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, yes, I saw a video of a dude at a gym who was like that kind of like the stringy kind of you know, little like sinewy, stringy kind of ripped. Really. Yeah. And that kid was like, yeah, I, I'm on a car carnivore diet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I literally only eat meat. I was like, you're a scary man. <laughs> He's also like five, six and like bulky shredded, but also like sinewy. There's a fun fact for you. I've never told you this before. It's going to blow your mind. What? I knew a small child growing up that looked like that. Because he had a genetic disorder that his oh, muscles were just oh. that. Yeah, I've okay. I've heard a story about this because there was a, there was like a famous track star, yeah. who like everyone was like, "You're you're roiding, 
you're on steroids. Um, and she's like, nope, this is just how I'm built. And it's true. There's like a certain gene. And I even, This American Life did a story about it because there's someone with like a genetic genetic issue where like she's like in a wheelchair. So she doesn't have like use of a lot of her muscles. And she saw the traction and was like, that's me. Like I have the same, you know, she's not buff rip, but she has like that sinewy whatever. And mm-hmm. they hooked up and like, did like, Genetic testing, DNA testing and stuff. And they found like the gene where it's like, oh yeah, you've got a mutation in this gene that causes like this kind of muscle growth. And in one, it became like a superpower kind of thing where it's like, oh, she got bulky, really strong, great for whatever sport she had done. And the other one is just like, oh, well, you've got like the bad version of it where it's like, oh, you lose a lot of access to some of your muscles. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's, this little kid was just a ripped child. Wow. Like that, uh, like that baby Hercules. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. He frightened many parents. Many adults were scared of his power. Mm-hmm. My parents said apparently even when he was like a baby that you still had to hold. You could still see his muscles. Really? And then he's a toddler. He's just walking around looking like a bodybuilder. That's cool. Yeah. You, should, you just like wear extra clothes. <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't know. I assume he's just you know, probably living a normal life now or he's a super villain or a superhero. I don't know. I feel like those, you know, you're either super normal mm-hmm. or uh, you're not. That's true. I met a, a guy once that was like that, but it was because him and his family, his brothers and his dad were super health crazy. Mm-hmm. And he had Crohn's disease that would put him in the hospital, but he was shredded. Oh, he was a missionary. Wow, he's a big boy. <laughs> like if he flexed too hard, he could pop the buttons on his shirt. So people ask him to flex. He's like, I don't want to break my shirt. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. I found Sonya Blade's fatality. Tell me. Or some of them. But you can see, she does have a, in some of the early games, she's got like a purple thingy. Oh. Oh, I see it. I see the purple thingy. It's not quite the same rings thingy, but it does have like a purple. It's a kiss. Yeah. And then they die. Yeah. Because they all want to bone Sonya Blade. Mm. Right? Sure. I mean, Jax does. Friend zoned. He's out of here. Hey, buddy, friend, pal. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Let's stop. Poor guy. Me and Cole have started hooking up. <laughs> That's a lie. Oh. Some more uh some more Kano. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the pit, you know, trying to like spar, see what they've got, unlock their <laughs> Luke Gang does like a leg sweep, you know? Talks on his butt. Classic. Gets up, he's like, whatever, okay, cute move. Leg sweep again. He's like, is that the only move you know? <laughs> does goes through the leg sweep. Kano jumps up. It was a fake. <laughs> Kano lands. Does the leg sweep again? It's so good. <laughs> it's such a. I felt such a classic connection to like all the people that would just mash the leg sweep move, <laughs> and like, like screaming at them to stop. They're cheating, and you oh, hate them. Man. So good. Um, let's see. We get to meet a lot of the the bad dudes from Outworld. They have some classics. Yeah, Goro's there. What's the name? Oh. The, the fast moving guy with like the what's his name? Uh, Cabal. Cabal. Here's my thing. I made a list. This made me laugh, 
I had to, I tried to control myself so you wouldn't notice. Uh-huh. And then I wrote the note because he's like, Cabal, General Rayco. We've all come here to, you know, <laughs> but it sounds like he's going to say third. So in my mind, he went Cabal, General Rayco, Phil. <laughs> you know, just like a normal third. It's probably name. rain. That's where they're like, rain. And I'm like, oh crap, he got edited out. <laughs> what are we going to do? Oh man. Uh, but yeah, I just, I wanted him to say something super normal. I Let me ask you a question. Yeah. There's like, you know, what, six, seven, ten fighters somewhere in there? Yeah. Who's the worst one? The worst, worst one? Your least favorite character fighter in the movie. I want to see if we're on the same page. My least favorite or the yeah. weakest of all the fighters? Your least favorite. Should we say it on three? Ready? Do you have it? Cast your mind's eye back to 20 minutes ago when we were watching the movie. Who's the one where you're like, I could do without you? Did I had to cut anybody. Did I say something? Or no, no. I just wondering if you're, if you're on the same lines. Are you ready? Freaking out. And I feel I feel called out. I feel on the spot. <laughs> um, if I had to get rid of any one of them. Oh, I don't. Mm. <laughs> okay. One. Two, three. Generate go. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's useless? And I was like, oh, yeah, the guy with the hammer that I forgot about till just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I don't know. I don't know. Ray- I didn't play the game Rayko is in. And so I'm just like, this dude has no person. He's just like a big dude with a hammer, but like, and a dumb face, which oh. I'm sure was. In fact, let's just look up General Rayko and see what he what he's doing. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, everyone else is pretty well cast, pretty cool. On point, then General Rayka is kind of like, you're the only one that's like taking away from the movie for me. This is the part that infuriated me about him. Now that you've cast my mind back to 20 minutes ago. <laughs> they they say his name when uh, they're introducing the bad guys. You know, uh huh. And then they all fight and he doesn't say a word. You see him swing his hammer like twice and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like picking their opponents and Jax is like, give me Reiko. And I'm like, how do you know his name is Reiko? When did you talk to him? How is there a score to settle? Because it seems mostly like you got beat in the shuffle of people moving around. Right. Not like you fought him to the death and he won. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right about that. So it just was like, everybody else is like, I have a score to settle with this one. I want this one. Give me this guy. And he's like, I want Rako. And they're like, and it's almost like the writer's like, oh gosh, who do we pair Jax with? Someone useless and dumb from the other side. Right. Rako. (laughs) Man. I'm trying to find like, first off, his design is way better (laughs) in the the game. I I thought everyone's really well designed and they did a good job of like, because it's so hard to take something from a video game. Like, okay, let's make it realistic in a movie and not make yeah. it look dumb. And I thought they did a great job making costumes look good and interpret- interpreting everybody's design, except for probably Rago. Yeah. Rago, I mean, it. they can go so much more over the top in the game, uh-huh. you know, and really lean into it. But yeah, it does seem weird that he's just like, He's a buff dude with the shoulder pads and the spikes and the like the hair 
like where you've got the mohawk, but it's pulled back into a ponytail. Uh huh. And then they're like, all right, I know the perfect guy to play this. He looks like a thumb. We're going to put him in real floppy leather stuff and give him like a piece of rock on the end of a stick. Yeah. No, like, I feel I feel like at some point one of the writers should have been like, I feel like we're talking about different characters. Yeah, because I'm, I'm even looking at his just like normal page and he almost looks like he could be like a Marvel villain or something, you know, yeah. like in a Batman or something. And oh. so he looks he just I feel like they were not faithful to <laughs> the video yeah. game for, for everyone else. It seemed like they were except for him. He's. Like, look at this picture. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. This is at. a whole other dude that they cast. Like, this guy has, like, the Batman kind of eyeliner, you know? Like, whatever. He's got, like, a flat top. He's got armor on. And they were like, ah, what if he was bald? Nothing really on his face except for, like, some random blue lines. And he doesn't seem to speak, and he grunts. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. And instead of giving him, like, the cool Warhammer type of thing, we'll just give him the... Like a big mallet. Yeah, a big mallet. Like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, yeah, his head was just gonna get exploded anyway, so it's fine, I guess. Uh, I thought it was interesting. So Cole doesn't get his his Akana because Raiden's like, "All right, you suck. Get out of here." I do think it was funny though. Like, you're a liability for none of your Akana. It's like, well, doesn't he have to fight in the tournament either way? <laughs> Shouldn't. Anyway, so Raiden, like, go to back to your family. You suck. Cast down lightning, and he's just like, all right, go back to your family. It didn't seem like he really established, walk into the lightning, it's a portal. <laughs> it seemed like he was like, lightning, all right, go back to your, you're like, oh, I I walk into it? Like, are you sure? Because that never happened. Yeah. I, I just thought it was funny. I was like, you didn't that was all tell explained them how this works. Off screen. All right. <laughs> They're like, you know, people hate exposition. So we'll give the characters all the exposition off screen. Oh, yeah. So as soon as it cut away to something else and they were introducing General Kano and Phil, <laughs> you know, Raiden's like, all right, I need to give you guys the rundown on some lore based stuff so that, you know, and the audience doesn't have to deal with mm -hmm. it. So, uh, yeah. Cole goes back to his family, and of course, Shao Sung is like, is that Shen Sung? Shen. Yeah, Shane Sun. Shane Um, here that brings me to my notes. I'm so mad they didn't cast, or they didn't get Carrie Hiroyuki. Hiroyuki. Uh huh. Who's who's that though? Tagawa. Yes. Who? The guy that played them in the old movies. In the old movie, yeah. Like I, I, he was good for like a sort of campy villain, but I do think the character design was great. He's like, where he's like, he's got the, he's got the top knot, you know, and the long hair. Yeah. I feel like it was good. Goro sends Goro to go take care of Cole Young, which Goro's like, when I was like five, I got to Goro at one point. I was a five-year-old playing Mortal Kombat, button, I button my mashed my way all the way to Goro. So tells you everything you need to know. And on Sega Genesis. Ooh, on yeah. the Genesis, so you yeah. got all the blood. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my brother like walked in, and I was like that. He's like, how did you, <laughs> how did you how? get to Goro? Then Goro destroyed oh, you yeah. in two hits. For sure. Here, the, I just referenced the Sega Nintendo you know, thing, where it's like the one, the Sega version got the blood, the other ones didn't, right? Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to know. 
we know they're all into the different versions of movies on the HBO Max. Are they going to do a Nintendo rated game oh, or a Nintendo rated movie? Better question. Are they going to release the original cut, which came back at NC-17 rating? Of this movie? This movie, they made it. They went to get it rated. They're like, yeah, that's an NC-17. And they're like, cool. Hey, man, can you help me re-edit this? Because we have to take some stuff out. So they had to dial it back, which I was like, what did they have in here before? I mean, at that point, wouldn't you just do and get it not rated and release it as a director's cut or something like that? Is just yeah, change like but one to thing. get it released in theaters, you have to get an MPA rated. Well, that's what I'm saying. They do it in like a year or something. And oh then, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they would release like the box set unrated version of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nobody's pushing out an NC-17 movie into theaters. So. Oh no, <laughs> I've never seen a theater play. I see them on this. I see it on the sign all the time. But there's never one. Oh, I think it's only specific theaters that'll do it. I think like national movie chains won't do it. It's like there are very few theaters that actually even play NC-17 movies. Yeah. So it's kind of a it's a weird thing. I just remember at the AMC scene that like these are the ratings. Oh, yeah. It's on the list because it's one of the MPA ratings, but no major changes ever going to play in NC-17. Also, nobody really makes them. Yeah. And if they do, they're not being released in theaters. So it's weird. Yeah. I know the only because I asked somebody Mm -hmm. one of my friends who was super into movies before i cared about them at all i was like what what are they because isn't it because in my mind i'm like at that point what it's it's a snuff film or porn right oh yeah and he's like it's mostly horror movies like foreign horror yeah yeah uh like the shining i think might have maybe the shining or maybe they didn't but you know they were like things they were gonna put in they're like this is just too much water oh no the example i'm thinking of is it's evil dead or evil dead 2 where they were like yeah that's too much blood they're like yeah. what if we made a black and white because <laughs> like the red blood is one thing so i was like oh if you did a black and white this is not the color of blood that makes tones it down which i think is why uh kill bill has a couple yeah. sequences where it's like all right it's black and white for the next two minutes <laughs> so yeah. we can show all this stuff which we talked about that yeah you know when it's in the the restaurant where it would have been like a horrific scene but it's mm-hmm. black and white so it's not yeah. as bad so that's the thing you use black and white for flashbacks <laughs> you're trying to get out of an nc-17 rating but still want to keep that segment in the yeah. movie anyway they massacre gora <laughs> there's a good little fight with gora they go back and forth but that's how cole gets his iconic because gora's gonna kill his family and you know he's like oh family whatever family you know fast yeah. and furious we all his know ohana it. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets he his- got his kana by saving his ohana that's what i was going for <laughs> that's what i was going for <laughs> Because you missed it. <laughs> oh, man. So he gets it. That's why it helps him fight Goro a little bit. You know, they kind of save each other. But when they finally kill Goro, which, I mean, it makes so Goro's like the, the CG, all CG character. It's like a cut in his middle, and then he stabs through his eye, and you're like, oh, okay, he stabbed him through the eye, so he dies. But as he falls to his knees, his like, intestines fall out of, his, of that like cut in his gut. Yeah. They got him. He stabs him through the eye with the dull thing, too. He has a blade and then a stick. Mm-hmm. And he stabs him with the stick. Yeah. Which is aggressive. Yeah, God. They, I mean, Goro's like one of the bossy boss guys, you know? And they, yeah. they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> they really the, did him in. That was the whole thing in the first movie, right? That Goro was like Shane's enforcer. That's like his champion. You know, he's like champ Shane. He's like champion of champions. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. 
you can make it through some of my other guys, you're not getting through Goro. Yeah. Because Goro, I think he'd won a previous tournament and uh, he was like on one of the murals of the temple, <laughs> yeah. like ripping someone in half. So, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, because that's when Kano's like, no, this is more, more my speed. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to get ripped in half, Kano? Because that's what's going to happen. That's what happened when I play is Kano against Goro. Get ripped <laughs> yeah. in half. Kano sucks. <laughs> so, right. So, Shao Sing recruits Kano to break the barrier so they can get in the temple. They do their big fight. Everyone gets their Akana. You're like, oh, sweet. That's cool. What? I forgot his name, and I, I can confirm you definitely said it backwards. Kang Lee? Liu Kang? No. The, the bad, bad boy. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. It's hard. It's hard. Names are hard. It's not, it doesn't sound like it'd be as hard as it is. Oh, but it is. So, uh, there's some good fights in there. I think my favorite of that sequence is the flawless victory. Yeah. It's not Liu Kang. Kang Sung? No, uh, it's Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Yeah. It's his flawless victory. Saws the winged lady in half. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I liked their, because ever the new fatalities in the new games are really popular. So mm-hmm. I liked that they used those. Yeah. Because you got to see him at like, like I said, turned up to that next level of graphicness mm-hmm. get the murder boner you know oh yeah like uh who was it that got the whole blasted in them and you see their spine is when the some, lady with that open yeah. the fang lady opens her mouth up rips her mouth open yeah that lady yeah her yeah let's see Sonya blade kills kano she gets her she gets her dragon mark becomes gets her a kind of yeah pretty cool I, yeah, so I, I like that fight sequence. Or maybe that was, the, that was the next fight sequence, right? Anywho, Kang... Kung Lao. Kung Lao, That's yeah. so hard. Gets his soul sucked, though. Oh, he does. He gets his sucked hard. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. Yeah. I do like how they... I like that they included all those, you know, the classic lines, like, your soul is mine, and yeah, the flawless fatality, victory. Kano wins. You know, they yeah. suck in a lot, of, which is cool. I like when they do that. You kind of have to, right? Yeah. If not, the fans get upset. Yeah. I like they did it, but it wasn't as like egregious as some like the original movies, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Where they're like, just have the announcer from the games say it out of like, just say it over the movie. Yeah. And this one, they're like, have the characters say it like a taunt. Yeah. So that's the end of that fight. Raiden sucks everyone back into the void. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, look, they're fighting Dirty. We gotta fight Dirty. Let's get them one on one. We'll do our thing. We'll all fight Sub Zero at the end. Plan, ready, go. Here's what I wanted on these next fight things. I liked that they sent them to stages from the games. Yeah. Thought that was really cool. Well, my the bummer about this movie for me, I wanted to just see the tournament. I wanted to see oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat tournament. And about halfway through, I was like, oh, they're not gonna make it to the tournament. Like, darn. And they even say, like, oh, there won't be another full moon before. I was like, oh, so the tournament's around the corner. Yeah. Um, but instead, the movie's just leading up to there. So I like that at the end, they did work. They didn't. So like, oh, 1v1 fights on a stage. Boom. Here we go. Yeah. And, uh, but what I wanted, and this is dumb. They would have never done it. But I was like, when I saw the stage part of me, I was like, oh, are they gonna, are two of the characters going to square off and then like crouch or something? Yeah. And to be like, come on, come on. Do that. <laughs> yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. 
because it's like any time you play the game online, that's like you crouch. Now the player crouches. Crouch, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh man i was like it would have been too dumb but it would have been really funny yeah maybe yeah. that's in the nc-17 code oh yeah definitely you can't you can't uh teabag in uh yeah once you teabag it goes to nc-17 that's there you go. maybe that's what the rules um maybe kano did some teabagging so i did think it was funny like oh you go you know sonya blade you go fight kano <laughs> and cole is like it's got a laser eye. Watch out for that. Like, Cole, <laughs> the most obvious advice. Like, it's not good. Like, it's true, but it's terrible advice. <laughs> like, just so you know, he's going to try to kill you. So watch out for that. <laughs> yeah. like, what? I just thought that was funny. It did make me realize, though. I was like, oh, yeah, Kano's just. She's already whooped him. She's already beat him. Yeah. <laughs> All he has is the laser eye. Yeah. Yeah. And all she's got to do is not get hit by the eye. Uh-huh. And she'll be fine. Oh, that was funny. She killed him with the garden gnome that he spat <laughs> on at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, A lot of people getting stabbed through the eye with stuff. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. It's a good entry point. Soft. Yeah. I also just realized that I I don't know why I didn't re- pick up on this during the movie, but they never did that. Like a big thing that's become popular in the last two or three games has been the X-ray. Like when you connect it oh, below yeah, and yeah. it does the x-ray. They oh. did show the one lady's spine because she shoots through it, you know? Yeah, so but that's, that's a fatality. Right, game. right. So that's... I, they didn't, yeah, they didn't do the x-ray thing where you see the bone breaking or whatever. That may Because I know bone breaking violence, like bone crunching violence is like a whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe that pushed... Maybe that's one of the many things that they're like, eh, this is pushing us But I far. almost feel like showing an x-ray would make it less less severe right because yeah. if you if i see someone's armor and i see it like actually snap out of place you're like oh that's too realistic but if you're like oh here's an extra of the bone snap and you're like oh maybe that makes it better i don't know maybe yeah not. i guess it depends on how like realistic how they looking yeah. they made everything yeah so that is interesting um it feels yeah. like the kind of thing that got brought up at least while they were planning scenes and everything yeah um so everyone beats their guy yeah but then Sub-Zero kidnaps Cole's family, so he gets looped into fighting Sub-Zero by himself. He uses Hanzo's kunai, <gasps> yes. which brings Scorpion into that last fight, which I thought was really cool. I like that they made Scorpion a good guy. Yeah. That was pretty rad. Um, yeah, I thought the design for Scorpion was great, too. You know, just the Scorpion Sub-Zero costumes both really good, like, realistic renditions of what those costumes were. Yeah. And I like that they kind of made them different. We're like, oh, Scorpion's kind of got the hood. Sub-Zero's got more of the classic, just, like, head mask thingy. Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about that being the in the original one. Scorpion was one of the like the bad guys that worked for Shane. Right, because all those ninjas work <laughs> <Yeah>. for Shane. <laughs> Reptile yeah. rank, you know, they're just like, oh, these are my ninjas. This is their outfit. They all get to pick a color. <laughs> he's yeah. purple, he's green, he's blue, he's yellow. There's a red guy or something. Yeah, and then just having... Uh... But yeah, I think it's the same... I'm... I want to play Eleven now, because I think he is... He might be one of the good guys in the new storyline they did that mm-hmm. reset everything this 11 aftermath is resetting the world again yeah because i the the video i watched of all the lore it's like oh yeah here's a tournament 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 and then we start getting into time heists where it's like <laughs> oh this person uses their power to reset the thing that makes you that's mad like he dies oh he comes back as a zombie we did this we reset the timeline now it's like oh now we gotta go back before that you know so yeah it's very time heisty and kind of like resetting itself here and there 
Interesting. So you watch the thing. Is Scorpion one of the Earth Realm champions in the new one? In the new one? In the new storyline? I don't know if they got into that detail. See, because that's like they say he goes to Nether Realm, which is a different realm, which in theory would fight in the tournament. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who knows? Nobody knows. Yeah. But I love the fight between Scorpion and uh, Sub-Zero is really cool. Cole helps him out. It's a great ice effect. Scorpion doing his get over here line and using his kunai and... It was a really good fight. And I, I didn't realize the guy who plays Sub-Zero is from the Raid. He's one of the Raid guys. Yeah. Which is really neat. Uh, the guys who play Kung Lao and Liu Kang, mm-hmm. they're actually both on Jackie Chan's stunt team. Yeah. It's like Chan's family group, I think is what he calls it, something like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I recognized him from, because so every so often I succumb to Netflix's constantly shoving you know, ninja movies down my throat. Yes, yes. And I feel like I've seen them in some of the higher quality ones. Yeah. Not the lower quality ones, though. But those are just, those are a treasure. <laughs> Sometimes, you oh, know, yeah. you got the chance, check them out. They're good yeah. stuff. The guy who plays Luke Kane, which one I get, once again, is like one of my favorite people, I think. Yeah. Who was Luke Kane. He was like a huge fan of Mortal Kombat growing up. He even said he skipped school to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation in theaters. Nice. That was really neat. Bet you he didn't regret that choice at all. Not even a little bit. You don't need math when you can punch and kick and jump really good. I thought you were say, you don't need math when you got muscles. Who needs I numbers mean, when you can just punch and nerd? You should be allowed to be that lean and also that shredded at the same time. Yeah. It's like Jet Li or Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, yeah. Bruce Lee. Jet Li got a little tubby at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he still alive? That's why you got to die young as a hero. Like Bruce Lee. Like Bruce Lee. Who didn't he die from being too buff and shredded? I forget what he died from. Probably something uh, boring and dumb and super bummerific like colon cancer or something. Or got shot by the CIA. (gasps) All right. He's on the sub with Elvis and Hitler and Steve Jobs. A brain edema caused by reaction to prescription painkiller. It's crazy. Bruce Lee. I watched my first Bruce Lee movie a few couple months ago. What? Pretty good. He's so fast. Other fighters, they speed up the film. His, they had to slow it they, down. They said that for uh, the guy who played Kung Lao. They're like, yeah. you got to slow down because <laughs> we're not, we cannot cap- capture what we need to on film. Yeah. Like so, the cameras too are fast for this movie. They're going to be effects. You got to, got to dial it back a touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is fun. I like the final fight. I like they're like, all right, there's more work to do. We got to find more, you know, they're like, okay, we won this round. We got to find the next sequel. I'm wondering, is the sequel going to be like, hey, the tournament's about to start? Or are they like, well, we beat Outworld in the tournament and all we needed to do was not lose to Outworld in the tournament. So maybe they'll skip over the tournament. I like at the end they tease that he's like, oh, I'm done. Cole Young's like, I'm done fighting. Got to go to Hollywood. And they tease Johnny Cage. He's one of the original, original fighters. So that's cool. I hope they do another movie. I hope they do like a whole trilogy. Like, I just wonder... Will they do one that's actually the tournament now? Was that the next one or is that, you know, but it's like the timeline they set up makes it like, oh, well, you got like a month till the next tournament? I think. I'm not even going to fight in the tournament now. 
I think the next one's going to be in a tournament because that's what Raiden said is now you guys need to find the other champions. There's still yeah. like there's I'll prepare another list of champions. You got to find them. I just think it's funny. Like it's such a video game thing where it's like we just kind of threw the plot together. We were trying to make this game, you know, like an old video game before like plots were really big. Because it's, it's like you lose 10 in a row. You're like who's losing 10 turn? I get the outworld fights dirty. That's how they win their tournaments. But it's kind of funny. We're like, oh, we're nine tournaments deep and, you know, like 10 well, who, who picked 10 if you get one tournament don't you conquer them or three or five 10 <laughs> that's so many yeah so but as so i said the elder gods just said mortal combat and then left and raiden's like <laughs> what i do think it was funny that because i was even watching the movie and i was like oh he's kind of like gandalf and then kano like mockingly calls him gandalf i was like hey he exactly is gandalf he's like look i can't fight for you guys but we try to help, yeah, where yeah. we can. Yeah, I do like that because I've always been worried because I know uh, Raiden is a character you can fight as in the games. Yeah, but but I like by the lore he is. Yeah, he's the, one just of the a elder protector, gods. elder god of Earth realm. Yeah, like his job is to be there to make sure the like the rules are kind of followed, mm-hmm. and killing each other outside of the tournament is not against the rules. So all he can do is throw up a shield. Yeah. But if he wanted to, he could kill all of them in that mm-hmm. other realm. But then the Elder Gods would, I don't know, probably be pissed. Here's my problem. Well, one of the timelines is he messes with time to go back in time to change one of the tournaments. The Elder Gods are like, not cool. We don't like you anymore. We're going to come destroy you. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Cause it, and then it causes some other, like, bigger ramifications too yeah. right when they go mm, back something like that here's my always my problem with that kind of thing where it's like oh the gods decreed this but they're too lazy from stopping me from breaking the rules but if you break the rules <laughs> right they will murder you yeah and it's like what why don't they stop both of you it's like it's like people who get in trouble at school for defending themselves against the bully you're like bro what <laughs> get the bully in trouble i don't understand yeah, I had to give those trainings and stuff when I was an HR person at a factory with adults. And I had to listen to our HR manager when someone's like, what happens if somebody hits me? He's like, well, come and tell me what happens if they're beating me. Don't hit them back or you'll both get fired. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if you hit somebody at work, you're both getting fired. So if you don't like a guy and you got another job lined up, (laughs) run up and sucker punch him. See, this is why the only the only true law is Mortal Kombat. (laughs) That is what we need to look. I'm sick of us being involved in all these wars overseas. There's 200 some odd country recognized countries in the world. Let's just set up a tournament. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Our champion, Logan Paul. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a better way to do it. You pick it. They did it in the Old Testament with David and Goliath. They did it in that Timothy Chalamet movie, The King. We can do this. We can set this up. Cold War, Schmold War. Let's get Rocky. Let's get what Dolph Lundgren. Boom. Let's settle it that way. Dr. Dolph Lundgren? Mm Mm-hmm. Dr. Dolph. Dr. Dolph. (laughs) So, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. If you're just looking for a fun action blockbuster, you know, something you can just pop your mind off and enjoy some fun over the top 
tiny shredded men, do it. I'm all for it. What did we miss? What are you, are you going to recommend this movie? I am. I like this one. It's on. Not for the faint of heart. So I would not good. show this to a child. Well, would you show it to a grandparent? Yeah. <laughs> would oh, you, yeah. Would you try desperately to convince your in-laws to watch? Well, that's it? funny. Her dad was like, oh, yeah, we're trying to see it on Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, OK, there we go. Nice. <laughs> well, even though Bailey doesn't do R-rated movies, I think her family does. Oh, OK. I, I think. Mean, my wife this doesn't do so R-rated movies, but she's like, this one seems fine. I'm like, this one's aggressive. Yeah, it is fun. It's just so funny. It goes to show that like a rating isn't everything. It's it's about how it's in the way that you use it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how are you wielding your R rating? Yeah. Like if you were to compare this to John Wick and I were to ask you which one's more violent. I mean, John Wick is. Yeah. There's a higher body count. It's more realistic action, right? Is that what yeah. you're saying? This is more say- violent. This is more graphically violent smaller spurts what are you saying <laughs> i would say this one they're like all right you're gonna get cut with the sword and blood's gonna go flying but you're fine that's just what happens when you get cut with the sword uh-huh. we're doing video game logic whereas someone thing like john wick which has a similar i'm sure like violence rating on those like parental guide websites is like yeah all right you get shot in the head your brain bone blood your left eyeball they're getting splattered against the wall and you're dead, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That guy's... <laughs> I've seen in John Wick where they're just throwing dull knives at each other over and over again. <laughs> like, ah, that's not happening in this movie. Yeah. Knives are sharp, and there's fewer of them. Yeah, they're so. super sharp, so there's a lot of blood, but it's not as much damage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever cut yourself with a scalpel on accident, mm. but I have. And you don't know until it hits the bone. Oh, Yeah. I didn't get that deep. My brother did. Have I told you about this? Gutting a deer. Oh, no. And then he's like, he's like, oh, oh well, okay. He kept going. He pulls his hand out. Wash his hand. Oh, that's still blood. And he like slashed his finger down oh, to the bone. Oh, no. And then he's a, he's a nurse, right? He got the big brain. So he's like, you know, in the army, we have basically super glue yeah. to close wounds. I've got super glue. Oh, no. He's like, I don't know what the, they take out of super glue. The deepest burning sensation you can get in <laughs> yeah. your finger. Yeah. He's oh, like, man. It's, like, it's like the stinging from an alcohol pad times like what, five? Oh, what would you say? I think he just, he's like, I thought my finger was on fire. Oh, my God. He's like, it's so bad. But did it work? It did work. I think he had to remove it, which also hurt, and then stitched it up. But. Ah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So now he has like a thing of the actual stuff that he carries with him. Wow. But yeah. So don't put super glue in a wound. Put tape on it before you put super glue into it. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I I mean, it's definitely much better than the original, you know, the first movie they made. It's more true to the series. Great music. I like that they didn't make it uh, Cole's outfit CG. Oh, like I, that I didn't been, even think about that. Yeah, I feel like there could have been the temptation to do that and like have it writhe or something like it yeah. was. And, or like have parts of it as he got hit disappear or something like that. Mm-hmm. I like that they're like, nope, it's a shirt. Yeah, it's armor. They learned. I don't know who did whoever did uh, whoever did Green Lantern learned. <laughs> Person has been sacked and replaced. Yeah, yeah. I don't have much else to say, but uh, I, you know, I enjoyed it. 
Yeah. It was a ride. It was a journey. It was not perfect, but I think it didn't take itself seriously enough that it, it works on the level it needs to work on. Yeah. I hope they make a bunch of them. I hope that it's a never ending stream of, of, of yearly Mortal Kombat movies. Now It was cool that they used a lot of like newer filmmakers and newcomers to the industry. And like, just to show, if you get the right person involved, you know, it's not always the person that's been around forever. Oh, the guy, W.S. Anderson, Paul W.S. Anderson, who made the first one, yeah. was like, I'll come, I'll come back for a trilogy, or I'd come back, you know, he's like, oh, I'd come back to direct a new one. It's like, yeah, no, no one's hiring you. <laughs> we got better people. But yeah. it is cool. I mean, Simon McCoyd, it's first feature, so. Yeah. And Paul W.S. Anderson, he's very special. Like he's very good at making a very particular kind of movie, yeah. But this, they obviously wanted this to be a level above the kind of movie that he makes. Mm-hmm. Like he nails the Resident Evil movies, but those are never going to be the best movie. They're yeah. never going to win like an Oscar. Mm-hmm. The guy, and then James Wan was one of the producers. He directed Furious Seven. And he's been producing, like, he directed the original Saw, produced a bunch of horror movies, but also directed Aquaman. Yeah. And it, one of the writers is the guy who wrote Aquaman. So it's interesting that the connections kind of got made. But like, you know, Furious 7, it's one of the good Fast and Furious movies. Aquaman's one of the good DC movies. So, you know, you get the right source material. These guys can, can do a good job. It's not going to be, like, artisanal, per, perhaps, but it is going to be, like, a crowd pleaser, get the job done, hit some of those comedic tones. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you do? You, did you want to hazard a guess at uh, oh, the budget? The budget. Is this an eighty millioner? No. How much? Fifty five. That's a that's a pretty strong fifty five million. Yeah. That's not that big of an investment for like the product they turned out. I know. That's I was kind of amazed. They cast it well. Costumes all worked. The effects looked great. I love when that happens. Where it's like, yeah, hey, we didn't. We'd have to spend $200 million to make a good-looking movie that people are going to want to see. Yeah, and I think a lot of that probably comes from using the newer people. You know, you like, save a lot of money that way, yeah. Yeah, and I know, like, especially for martial arts movies like this, there has been a move of, well, we can just go to someone like the guys who were on Jackie Chan's stunt team because they're going to yeah. know how to act and be credibly good martial artists. But you don't have to pay them anywhere close to what you'd have to pay someone like Jackie Chan. Yeah. And they're going to be happy for the opportunity. <laughs> Imagine this movie, but Jackie Chan is, is Sub-Zero. <laughs> you can never cover his face, I guess, is the problem. Because you got to get those Jackie Chan facial expressions. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? like. Oh, yeah. You know, if you had... Uh, it's kind of like the Raid, the Raid 2. We were like, look, these are not... These yeah. are great stunt people, but it's just this is not an A-list. This is not a Tom Cruise or a Jackie Chan. Yeah. Who who is it? It's a specific stunt team that made the raid. Who was it? Right. Um was it just like a comp like a stunt team company or was it a guy's stunt team? Okay. Um let's see. Okay. Alright, this is, you know, I was really hoping this would be easy. A quick answer. I don't know. I thought it was like a stunt team. 
It is. I thought it was the whole group because they had all of the. There's a whole story behind the raid. We've told it right. on the podcast before. I just can't remember if like it was going to be a movie, but then they lost a bunch of funding. So they lost like all their big name actors and it was the stunt team that they had left and the stunt like the directors and producers all basically were like eh. so it's like the stunt coordinator was like I'll direct it yeah <laughs> and they finished it I don't know the the one guy's Iko Uwais I'm probably saying his name wrong I'm very sorry but he's an Indonesian actor yeah. stuntman guy so I don't know I thought he had a name of like his team maybe it's just the kind of martial art they use but I do know that it's like you know those are some, I think some of the people from that are the people that are like alright let's see John Wick now and yeah. Some of some of the samples from John Wick were like, oh, let's do Atomic Blonde. And you know, so I think that like the high level, like really good stunt people are getting more and more credibility and like sometimes they're smaller projects, but they're like beloved films like Atomic Blonde or John Wick or like this. So Yeah. It was good. I I really like this movie. I was imp- I'm impressed that they did as much. Like you said, so much was so fifty five million, you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's kudos it is movies like this more so than the switching to dual releasing in theaters and on hbo are more what makes me nervous for movies like dune yeah because dune's gonna be hundreds of millions i'm sure as dune's probably i would guess dune's gonna be between 180 and 220 that's what i would guess i've heard it's like got a monster budget yeah like it's huge and if it returns the same kind of profits that a movie like this will then they're gonna be like, oh, I could spend fifty-five million on another yeah. Mortal Kombat, or I can spend two hundred million on another Dune. They're gonna make the same amount of money. One cost me one hundred fifty dollars, hundred fifty yeah. million less. So, yeah, which, yeah, I'm hoping the cast, because I've heard people say, maybe it was Bailey or someone else, like, oh, I just saw the cast of Dune, I want to see it. So I'm hoping that helps a lot. It's like people who know director is gonna know Denis Villeneuve. People who know Dune are gonna go see for Dune. Average Joe is gonna be like, oh. Jason Moa, Timothy Chalamet, John Bat, you know, um, what's his name? Not Baptiste. Bautista. Oh, Dave um, Bautista. Dave Bautista's, you know, they're going to see those names and be like, oh, I'm going to go check that out. Zadaya. Yeah. I'm hoping. I think he's crossed. Here's I the just, thing. I know the storyline and I'll like look at that cast list and who they're playing and I'm like, this is going to be some real heartbreak for some people. Oh, <laughs> like characters really? who die earlier oh, than you would want to and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be heartbreaking. Oh, man, it just breaks my heart that I have to wait this long for it. I've been so excited for so long. Ever since I heard about it, I was excited about it. We had to wait a whole extra year and a half or whatever. I've been making Tim or I've been making Tiffany watch the trailers for Dune Mm -hmm. because I keep trying to find the one that was in the theater when the four of us, you and Bailey. Where I was like, is this a new Batman movie? Yeah, you're like, what is this? And then it's like pain and i was like it's dune (laughs) and you're like how (laughs) but it was just like the shot and with his hand in the box and everything i was like i know this like it almost makes you want to read dune ahead of it but part of me just wants to see denis villeneuve do it you know yeah i was gonna see i've heard from a friend who really likes him he's like you know what if you see any of the interpretations then get into the book because then you can read extra details about it yeah um because he's like there's a lot to keep track of at least in the first act of the book but then it levels out and you can kind of track it but yeah i was gonna suggest you read the book but then i after as i'm reading it and remembering how good it is i'm like yeah the, it'll be better if you watch the movie first because then if the movie falls short that won't taint your love for it yeah i do have a hard time watching the book and 
Reading a book. <laughs> watching a book. I'm watching this book and I'm like, I'm getting nothing out of this. <laughs> nothing, yeah. There's no moving pictures. There's no sound. I don't understand. Yeah. I have a problem reading the book and then going to the movie because I just, I can't. It's hard for me to separate the two. I like, I'll recommend to anybody the audiobook of Dune on Audible because mm-hmm. some of the, like the big set piece scenes, they do a full voice cast. I and like it's that. nice. Mm. Oh. Oh. I'm even reading the prequel books to Dune. What I'm reading, 10,000 years before Dune. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch Dune. Pay for Dune. See it many times. Get everyone to see it for my sake and my sake alone. And I guess the sake of Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Write a letter to Your Mr. Congressman. Warner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat was great. So good. Check it out. Thank you for listening. You can share us wherever you find podcasts. You can subscribe. We are opinion havers. You can yell at us on Twitter at opinion havers. You can put an arm around my back and slap me on the uh, shoulder on Facebook. At opinion, I'm out of gas. <laughs> at opinion havers. Thanks for listening. And until next time, watch movies and have opinions. How much do you think Mortal Kombat 11 costs? 40 or 50 dollars. How long do you think you take to download on the internet? Mm, 15, well, 20 gonna, We're going to buy this game right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all my, my jimmies out on there or I'm going to start fighting some pillows. So <laughs> you got to choose. I think you got to download the game now. <laughs>